Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Do you have any Halloween memories from, from your childhood? No. Think yeah. about this. Yeah. You do? I do, yeah. I didn't but, celebrate Halloween. But, <laughs> okay. Wow. God the, card the sadness. five seconds in. <laughs> like, you have Halloween memories. Few, but yeah, I do, of course. Like what? Like childhood. Yeah, I, I only have really, I only have like one and one of my best friends growing up, uh, shout out to David, he only had one arm. And he always would. How, well, what age? How old are you? Um, probably seventh grade. That's not childhood. Mm. Yeah, that's not you're childhood. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't have. I that's guess, not yeah, childhood. I'm a teenager, I guess. Okay, okay. Okay, when I was. Oh, my, my first Halloween memory, eighth grade. Mm. Yeah, okay, oh. yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, somebody stole all of our. Somebody <gasps> ran by and stole a bag. So and we're middle schoolers chasing this guy down. But I don't have. Ki- like, childhood? No, come on. When I was 10, we saw High School Musical 3 on Halloween night. <laughs> what? When See, you were 10? It gets worse and worse with you, you know that? <laughs> it gets worse. It goes lower and lower. <laughs> the further we go into this thing, it's it, it's it's worse. You learn than the, more and it's you're worse than suspected. More disappointed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm not prepared for that. I cannot how do I recover from that? I my my thing is okay. Today we're recording the pod. It's Holy Ween today. My boys are uh, in costumes for candy today. Then I got to remember a thing. Yeah. There's no memory of this. Christmas is the ultimate because you remember Christmas morning. I have Christmas yes. memories, but as big of a day that as today is in America, no one's gonna remember Thanksgiving though. I have Thanksgiving memories, absolutely. Mm, you're right. But I have just, childhood Thanksgiving memories as far as the day is long. It, Halloween just gets eaten by these things. Yeah, what is Is it the candy that erases the memory of the day? Hmm, wow. Because I, I remember Halloween night, even though I wasn't celebrating for a lot of years. I remember, I remember, oh, hold Whoa. on, hold on. I remember Trunk or Treat at my dad's church, and ah. I remember his chili cook-offs. Yeah. But I yeah. do not remember this devil's day. <laughs> I do not remember this demonic celebration, you heathen, pagan. You guys aren't leaders. Not you're followers. You're followers. <laughs> she's, she's never. Yeah, my hands are clean. It's red forty. That's what it's red forty. What's that? You haven't, you haven't heard about this? It's this ingredient that's in everything, but it's really bad for you. So it just making... became illegal in California. I just figured it out, and yes, I did. That, Skittles, now I know what you're talking all that about. Stuff. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. red forty, and you know what? We're anti. We're anti red forty, and we're we're anti anything evil. Mm. You, we're, we're we're leaders. We're not followers. Let's get into it. Hey, before we jump into uh, the rest of our episode, Leadership Leaning, we want to address one of our sponsors, Overflow.co. And Overflow, it has completely revolutionized the way that people can give to an organization. They can donate. They don't just take cash or, or debit or credit, all that, but they really empower people to give in all sorts of different ways and assets, crypto, stock, uh, creative assets, and they make it easy. We just had our Zoe Gala, and people were able to give 
using overflow in ways that were simple, quick, and easy. If that's something that's interesting to you, or if you want to empower your church, your organization, your fundraiser, head to overflow.co and you can book a demo right there. And I'm just going to say this. Their team is so sharp, so professional. They're going to answer any questions you might have, and they're going to find a creative uh, solutions for your giving needs as well. Love it. Let's jump back in to Leadership Lean In. <laughs> oh, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Leadership Lean In. We are going to jump in. We got a fantastic conversation mm. coming. Uh, Nate Dog, great to have you back. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Your, your, your fill-in, he was terrific, but... You know, it's just not the same. No. As as the nation responded, <laughs> mm-hmm. as the comments, what happened to Nate? Where did he go? Yeah. Okay, to clarify, we didn't get any of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> but it would have been great if we did. Yeah. Uh, I'm kidding. It's great to have you back, Nate. And uh, thank you to everybody that subscribes and likes and comments. We are a nation of leaders. Someone call us leaners. They would. We lean in. We what, What's our common denominator? What do we all have in common? We all love leadership. leadership. We do. We all love talking about it. The one thing we all have in common is we love leadership. We love leaders. We love learning. And um, I think that's that's so fun. Isn't it fun to learn? Yeah. yeah, so fun. Once someone did comment and say that we have their three-year-old in the back seat chanting lean back. La- oh, <laughs> That's pretty good. Wow. Just when you thought you weren't making an impact. If we could get some people as leaners for their costumes, I don't know what that would look like. Oh, but wow. What would that look like? Well, you know, by the time this comes out, it will be have, have coming. We're going to get yeah. some DMs. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But ne- maybe next year. I have had a few people through the years tag me in photos that they, you that know. they were you? They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, not uh, under the pod or the nation leadership, more, more the, the, the other side of my life, the preacher the side, church. the yeah. other side of your life, bro, <laughs> get out of here. The other side of your life. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, we're excited. We're going to jump right in. Thank you to our sponsor overflow, mm-hmm. big time partner of ours. Shout out to my little sister, uh, and shout out to Vance and everybody, but by the way, Vance, what I love about Vance from overflow is two, five, three guy. Yeah. Come on, man. UW Two, five, three forever. Yeah. UW ranked fifth in the country. We got USC on Saturday night, four o'clock. I'm going to the game, baby. I'm going to the game. Wow. I'm going to the game. I cannot wait. Let's go, Husky Nation. I'm so fired up. Husky Husky football is my number one sports passion. Number one. Oh, it is. By far. Oh, by far. It's I the thing it. I love the most. Yeah, and praise God we're doing good. And we're fifth in the country. I haven't yeah. played good the last three weeks, but oh well, we're still eight now. Okay. Let's jump in. To today, I want to talk to you today. A great leader is fill in the blank. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. I like that. Dot dot dot. A great leader is, and I I want to just convince all the leaners out there to go for great. There's a, a friend of ours, Sean Coach Sean Shell. Shout out Coach Sean. He helps um, our boys. He's a basketball trainer, and his basketball brand is called Be Great. Be G R numeric eight be great, and at the end of his emails, he just emailed us about this event coming up. At the end of his emails, he signs off. You know, remember the enemy of greatness is good. Mm. So good. I just love that. We're not trying to be good leaders. We're trying to be great. That's right. I think you should always try and go 
for a greater impact and having greater influence. Mm. If you do this, if you want greater impact and greater influence, you want to be great. By the way, in order for you to make an impact, I think you have to have an influence. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the, how do you differentiate between impact and influence? Well, you, you, let's let's talk about a leaner, okay? Let's say someone here is a, a coach of a, a team, and this podcast has made an impact on their life. I cannot have had the opportunity to make that impact without the influence. I love that. So yeah. your impact is the res- is what you do with your influence. That's exactly right. Great. And you can impact people. You need, for the- bo- you need more of both. Yeah, you need you need more of both. But but you can't even have a shot at impact. Mm-hmm. That's why I always think: look at influence, study influence, see how you can gain more influence. That's right. You, you, that's don't go for virality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to be a flash in the pan. Yep. You know this instant success. I think influence is gained over a long period of time, mm-hmm. over people understanding your life. Oh, wow, you've been consistent and mm. faithful. You gain influence not over like being an internet plant. That's kind of big in our language today. Just because we know you doesn't mean you're influential. Hello. And that's the difference to, to me between being famous and being infamous. Mm. So well. you need to have the ability to to have influence so that you can... Man, what a what a privilege. That's leadership to make an impact. So, by the way, leadership is the greatest felt need in the world. Mm. Mm. That's why we spend so much time on it because our country needs leadership, yeah. our 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 states, our cities, our organizations, our homes need right. need, need right. leadership. You know, and and we subscribe to a man named Jesus, but also to a man named John. Last name Maxwell. Everything rises and falls <laughs> on leadership. And he says, everything, just hit the button for me, come on. Everything rises and falls on You leadership. all may be taking God, the week off, never but I'm not. tired of that. There it gets is. lower hit me, with, hit me with the saber real fast, because it's been a couple episodes. You all may be taking the week off, but I'm not. But I'm not. Nope. Mm. You know that Nick Saban eats hostess every morning for breakfast? Have I mentioned this? Yes. It's just a bizarre thing. I know someone else who does that, too. Okay, and they're probably sick. I think he, his, <laughs> yes, his whole are. thing is, is at his bedside. Like, oh my I, I remember hearing about it's it. Like it was like it's just unbelievable. But but going back to John, everything rises and falls on leadership. So if you see a team doing well and you see something with momentum and with strength, it's because there's great leaders. Mm. And if you see something failing and falling and discord and disarray, it's because of leadership. And that's the great thing about being a leader is knowing that I have some control here. Right. I can't control everything, but I can control some things. That's right. And so I want to just talk today about being a great leader. Don't be a good leader. Good is the enemy of great. Don't settle for good when you have the potential potential to be great leaner you are great oh gosh has anybody told you recently how great you are has anybody just just looked you in the eye and said you are great at what you do because you are the fact that you're listening to this podcast means you care about your leadership and i want to convince you i got an amen let's go it's my new thing. I keep. I, I, I like it. I, can't, I like it. Yeah. I want a keyboard player Great. when you hit it. But 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 when you want to be great, I just I love that decision. I want to give you a few things. A great leader is number one focused. Mm-hmm. We talk about this often. The weapons of mass 
distraction. You cannot be great and have a swivel on your head. Mm. You cannot be great and be distracted by many things. You've got to be singular. You've got to be focused. Do not look to the right or to your left. Keep your eye straight in front of you. What you are building requires your eye on the ball. That's right. Yeah. Major focus, major intentionality. A great leader write down number two is disciplined. So focus and discipline. I like that. The ability to have great disciplines in myself. I'm not sleeping in and sleeping until however late I want. I'm not eating whatever I want, doing whatever I want. No, if you get around great leaders, they all have the one, this one thing in common. They have the ability to tap into disciplines. Yeah. And they, they, they're, they're hyper-focused on what they're doing. There's this focus component. And, and, and by the way, f- crack your own code in your leadership on when you bring your focus in. Yeah. You know, recently I was in Missouri and we were laughing with um, John Lindell, one of, the, one of the great leaders. Are you kidding me? Great leader. And his sons and I were laughing about Starbucks. We can go to Starbucks and study because we like all the distraction and the noise and the coffee making and the people movement. And his generation, they didn't, they didn't grow up. Working at Starbucks, we we go to a coffee shop and we're good. Actually, I have to have yeah, that. I, I need it's a bunch my of white noise yeah. exactly. And so, you whatever allows you, morning or night, find your focus mm. and increase your disciplines. You will not do well with indulgence, right? Satisfying the cravings of you know your flesh or what you would just whatever you want. No, you're going to be great off discipline it just requires great discipline i just go back always to that hat that lebron used to wear there is no magic pill mm. you got to put in the work you got to be focused you got to be disciplined number three you got to be humble mm. you just cannot be a great leader and be cocky arrogant conceited proud into yourself no one will follow a leader like that they just can't they won't they refuse to do it because they're actually they, how can they follow somebody that makes them sick you can't follow somebody you're just like i cannot believe that this is all about you and no one will you won't listen to anybody that's why i do think it's all about when you're humble you're teachable yeah, yeah. when you're humble you're inquisitive i was listening one of our guys chatting around here he sent me um a great podcast uh carrie newhoff's leadership podcast this guy that uh, was on was t- talking about this data of why all these people are leaving the church in the last 25 years 40 million americans have left the church and the data behind it and this morning i'm listening and you know i'm right in front of my computer taking notes of why because i want to learn mm-hmm. you can't learn and be proud yeah humility allows that teachable spirit that quest that craving that desire to grow get insight get revelation get knowledge get understanding get better yeah. yeah. Humility is, is such a weird thing because it can't be measured by its own scale. Like if you're like, man, I'm, I, I, I remember meeting with a young leader one time. I said, what's something you feel like you're doing well in? He goes, I feel like I'm really, I, I'm really humble. <laughs> and so I, you know, I kind of had to be like, uh, okay, huh. let's talk about that, you know? <laughs> but it's like humility is one of those things that's only measured um, on outside influences to it. That's so right. So it's like, am I still hungry? Do I still feel like I have room to learn? That's right. Do I feel yeah. like I'm, you know. Yeah, and I, and I always think like, if you feel like you're humble, you're probably not. <laughs> That's it. If somebody ever says, man, you know, I just am so impressed with your humility. I'm like, you don't know what a joker I am. Yeah. You, you don't know the things that I have to wrestle. 
Yeah. Right. And the things that I have to arrest in my own life and the work I have to put in to being grounded and rooted. So that's kind of your impression, but man, I'm, I'm working my best. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? So be humble, a great leader. You're so great. We can use the word self-aware. If you're self-aware enough to try and apply humility. Number four, great leaders are smart. Mm. We talk about this a lot, you know, around here. We care about the big C's, you know, your character, your capacity, your competence, your chemistry, your charisma. I can almost teach you almost four out of the five of these things, how to increase your capacity, how to have good character. We can work on your teammate ability, your chemistry. We can work on your charisma, your people skills. The one thing I cannot... I just don't have the ability to teach you as competence. Yeah. I, I can't teach you how to be smarter. We might do, what's the thing that Julia does all the time? The um the puzzle one? the Wordle? Wordle. We could do some wordles. <laughs> we can get you to get on the right diet, to, some brain food. Yep. But competence, this is why I think, be careful with your brain. Find out the right diet and the right sleep. So that thing's firing. That's right. Because yeah. for you to be a great leader, you got to be really smart. Mm-hmm. And what is smart? To me, smart is the application of knowledge. Yeah. So I want to apply a lot of great things. I got to know a lot of great things. So I got to constantly consume good content so I can apply good content. That's right. So smart is not your SAT score. There is book smart, there's street smart. Smart is your ability, you're, you're really smart the way that you handle that conflict, the way you handle those people, the way you handle you know, the, the budget and the P&L. You're really, you're really smart the way that you handle the calendar. you got to get smart in every area of your, of your life. You can't operate as a fool and be a great leader. Right. That's right. It's IQ and it's EQ, right? Yeah, of mm, course. I love that. And so it's like, listen, I'm not the smartest guy, uh, but I can figure stuff out. And I'm only where I'm at right now because I'm smart enough to go to bed. I'm smart enough to read a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, like you got to be smart to make it and do really well. In in leadership, would you say a a really quantifiable way to say that is a leader's ability to problem solve? Sure, problem solve. But like, I think there's a level of astute. There's a level of. Uh, of, of processing information yeah i always think you can process information if you can communicate it i love that so mm. if i can communicate stuff that means i can understand stuff it's really i'm good. talking about your understanding like challenge yourself to understand concepts challenge yourself to grasp history right. challenge yourself to understand literature literature yeah. and language yep it's like we're in high we're in school and we're learning all the time growing and it's stressful and everyone's like oh, i can't wait till school's done but you get out of that rhythm and you realize that your brain can get out of that rhythm of processing information That's learning right. information taking That's in. Right. so it's you you can still give yourself little homework yeah leaners and and, and and by the way if you're the, this is a, such a cliche saying but let me say it again if you're the smartest person in every room that you're in find a different room uh-huh. hang yeah. around a bunch of people that are 10 times smarter than you so you can get a dose of humility which is a great leader and also realize wow i'm inspired to learn yeah yeah you, you said that quote earlier you know if you're the smartest person in the room i, I just added to the end of it if you're the smartest person in the room you're pretty stupid yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. honestly that's exactly right because you you would be you would be amazed at what real intellect and what real genius looks like yeah the, the next one uh, a great leader is reproducing 
Hmm. So it's always thinking about how do I take who I am and reproduce in others. Um, I think there's a level of humility slash confidence here that's at play because, you know, um, to use a scripture, I've always loved, I love this thought here, this big time leadership in my opinion. Follow me as I follow Christ. Paul, the apostles, rightness, and he's saying, I'm followable. And so I need to be living a life that is exemplary, but also I know that I I teach what I know, I reproduce who I am. Mm. I teach what I know. All my knowledge is being taught, but who I am, that's what's getting inside of others. Mm -hmm. I'm reproducing who I am. And a great leader is excited about, they, they figured out their values and who they are and their mission and what they're about, that they want who they are to be reproduced. If you are not excited about reproducing who you are yet, go back into the woodshed and get some more work done. I love that you said an eight or a 10 is not going to follow an eight. But if that, I think that can be discouraging sometimes to people. Well, I'm not perfect, so I don't, I want people to follow me. But there's always that asterisk we say at the top end of every leadership podcast. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. That's right. We're all in progress. That's right. And I think it's about um, greatness is demanding of itself first of going like, I'm going to try and get all my ducks in a row so that I can reproduce greatness in others. I, what, what good is it for me to be great by myself? And I don't make mm. the people around me. I don't lift up the others around me to be great as well. Mm-hmm. I want other people to have elevated thinking. I want other people to live an elevated life. I don't, I want all of us to win together. Yeah. That to me is a great leader. Okay, we're going to take a quick moment for our sponsor, AG1. We're longtime fans of AG1 here yes. at Leadership Lean In. We all, I have always said since the beginning, I think it tastes like bubblegum. I love it. It's in a perfect little packet. And it has got all the vitamins that you need to just add into your diet that you might not get from your regular meals that you eat throughout the day. You do not have to tote around 10 different little pills and little organized boxes <laughs> It, it's going to simplify all of that for your life, make you feel great, add to your focus, add to your energy levels. And AG1 has a deal for you. And I want to make sure we get this really right for you. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and you can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com LLI. That's drinkag1.com LLI. Check it out, and we'll head back to the episode. Number six is creative. A great leader is creative, and I love this because it, I don't care if you are you think you're a creative or not. You are. You are creative. You got to be creative in your parenting. You got to be creative in your marriage. You got to be creative with your expression. You got to find what you know. I don't know if you're into fashion or you're into art. What, but you got to find a way to get creative in every in every aspect That's of right. your life. And I think that this becomes the most important thing that you, it, to me, when I think about the word creative, I think about the word freshness. Mm. It's fresh. I like that. It's different. It's yeah. exciting. It's not just rote, routine, discipline, focus, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, we're also, man, what's a creative way to build the team Innovative. Mm-hmm. Innovative. Uh, uh, what's a creative way to get look through the numbers? And right. uh, you could be an, an administrator and be the most creative administrator. Yeah, administrator. It's not about uh, design, films, and sound. It's it, it's it's also about taking what you do and being innovative within that context. 
of going like, man, I'm I'm always challenging. What's a better way to do it? Yep. What's a more what's what's a more fun way to do it? Because I think like to me, some of some of my favorite leaders are all creatives. Because it's like, wow, how did you think of that? How did you how did you come up with that? That is such a cool way to a clever way to say that, a clever way to think about that. And I think that when you when you get there and you start challenge yourself to be a creative, I, I love this, uh, this. This last year we went to this event with Stephen Furtick in in Charlotte, and he called every person that attended this the lead creative. I love that. Everyone, I want you to be convinced that you are the lead creative on your team. There's there's no one more creative than you. And I like that as a leader, just having the thought that, man, I have the ability. I've been given a pass. I have the freedom yep. to create. I don't just go to people that I think are naturally creative and go, what do you guys got? I can be involved That's right. in finding creative solutions, finding creative ideas. And what do they say? The math of collaboration is multiplication. So good. Mm-hmm. So when I start getting around to the creatives and we create together, it, the sky is the limit. Yeah. So I think great leaders, you find it all throughout leadership. John Maxwell, all these books that he's written, Nick Saban, all these plays that he's come yeah. up with, you, Simon Sinek, get out of here. All these people. We can go on and on. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's because they created something. Mm. They created a community. They created great language. They didn't just create products. Yep. They created this ecosystem. They created this way of operating and living. And man, that's that's to me the kind of leader I want to be. Number seven, a, a great leader is positive. Oh, I love this about great leaders. They're not doomsday. They're not doom and gloom. They're not, I don't think we can. You, you got to remember this as a leader. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So... Are you beautiful because you're beautiful or are you beautiful because I think you're beautiful? I think I think it's be- you're beautiful because I think you're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's my confession. It's the way, it's like my kids. When I go, whenever I go meet with my kids, uh, teachers, uh, I'm like, hey, before you start, let me just talk for five minutes. My maverick <laughs> is the coolest, most confident. He is a creative genius. I just start going off, blah, 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 because that's how I see him. Yeah. So maybe the teacher doesn't see him that way, but I do. Yep. And the teacher maybe was going to say this, that, and the other, but now it's like, oh, you really, yeah, because I have a positive confession about life. I've got a positive confession about my city, about my world, about my wife, about my children. It's the power of positivity. Shout out to John Gordon and the energy bus. You got to get the right energy on your bus. And you got to, I just believe in this. You've got to keep positive even when things seem negative. If the water gets hot, don't let it change you. Stay strong. Stay the course. Stay positive. And people are looking for leadership when Mm -hmm. things go bad. That's right. And they're not, everybody can be critical. Everybody could be negative. Everybody could be doomsday. But to stay positive, that's greatness. Yep. Yeah. Greatness is gone. No, we're going to win this game. Come on, put your head up. No, no. We're going to, come on, we got this. Come on, let's, we're, we're, come on, get back up. You know, there's a scripture I've always held on to. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he still rises. Get back up. Yep. Get that dirt off your shoulder and let's go. Stay positive. That is a great leader. A great leader is number eight, strong. And I love that. 
Strong side. What was the other one? Left side. Was it left or right? Yeah, strong le- and then left. Strong side. Left side. Sat up. And Gary Bertier. Do Bertita. you know what that is? Is that a remember the title? That's a remember yeah. the title. Okay. Do we have attitude reflect leadership anymore? It's gone? It's gone. It's we got to bring it back. Who's left that we, we could give a shout out to today? We did. We have Simon Sinek. We have James Clear. We have you sa- talking about John Maxwell, John Maxwell, and Nick Saban. Do, 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 uh, do Simon Sinek for me. The first criterion to being a leader is you have to want to be one. And, 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 and don't forget, Henry Cloud did not like that. He did not like that. We, gotta, we, gotta, we, gotta, we need a Henry Cloud button. We do. <laughs> um, to, to me, when I talk about a strong leader, that I'm talking about backbone, mm-hmm. moxie confidence identity strong is not loud strong is convictions values um protection strong is the thing that you know um let's look at law of opposite a weak leader is not even good a weak leader is like just feelings swayed afraid of conflict afraid to address real issues afraid of consequence and strong leaders are not just alpha male kick down the door john wayne i'm the hero that's not what i'm talking about i'm more talking about strong as in like you're packing a punch of values Hmm. we we really know that like you got strong character Mm -hmm. strong convictions strong identity just courage would be a word I'd use here. It's good. So strong. And that is greatness to me is like just putting everybody at ease knowing that, you know, dad's home or mom's home and we, we, nobody's messing with us. Yeah. There's strength here. I think you need to strengthen your core. I think you need to strengthen what remains. I think it's all it's always about getting stronger. We, we talked about this a few episodes ago, but a great leader, you just get around them. You're like, they feel like they just. You know, I, so much of leadership is like being like a battleship. You just keep going. Love it. And you take these hits on criticism, complaint, you know, naysayers, hater, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. You just strong. If you're a little speedboat trying to be sexy, you take one hit, you're done. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you don't have your, your morals and your ethics in order. You're like a little... Mm. <laughs> As soon as that big wave comes, you just come on, man. Yeah. Yep. You you being stronger is you becoming that battleship That's to right. being able to take on anything. And people need strong leadership in their houses. They need strong leaderships on their team. Strong leadership is kind of that we're not playing games here. Mm-hmm. And and a good leader is like um, we address most things, but you know some things are off limits. What? Yeah. No, you make the bed you lie in. Yeah. And whatever you're willing to tolerate, you're willing to live with. Strong leaders know their values and know their vision and know their mission. And they're not willing to live with anything that doesn't look like what they're after. Mm. And so you need strong leadership. Two more. Number nine, persuasive. I like this one because a a great leader is winsome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can get people that they didn't want to do something. 
But now because this person was so persuasive, they did something. Right. Can, can I just say, we're not talking about manipulation. I was just going to say. Well. We're talking about your I ability think, to make a I case. Think, I think you should be great at manipulation. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> we're both sitting here like. Uh, which button do I press? <laughs> <laughs> like side eye. What, what I. What I <laughs> What what if I was? No, I'm kidding. kidding. <laughs> We're not talking about persuasive. I'm talking about recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. How to win people. How to win people. Mm-hmm. You know, someone wasn't going to go volunteer to hand out turkeys, but you persuaded them. This to me is like, if I'm being honest about my other life, <laughs> it's preaching. Yeah. It's persuading people into truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Persuading people into God's will. Trying to win people over to God's team. Yep. Right? So how good of a recruiter are you? Right. How good can you give a speech? Mm-hmm. I think great leaders have this ability of going like, we're going to take the hill together and they persuade the group to do something that maybe on their own they wouldn't have done. Right. You know, that's that ability to win and recruit really and, and get people to buy in and pe- get people to leverage what they got for the good of the whole and all of that. That to me, that's a gift right there. That's an ability. And I, I, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get better. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find ways to figure out how to, how do I, how do I get this person? I see greatness in them. I see that they, they got massive potential and how do I draw that out? How do I, how do I get them to believe in themselves like I believe in them? Yeah. That's what I mean by persuasive is persuading people into their God-given potential, persuading the team into what we can do together. Right. That is a big deal. Last one, number 10. I love this one. A great leader is resilient. They just try and get them to quit. Try and get them to throw in the mm-hmm. towel. Try and get them to be... Now, I'm not saying a great leader doesn't get discouraged because we're all human. Yeah. And we are, are working hard and trying to, trying to um, you know, uh, 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 accomplish and obtain and, and get to what's in our heart. Every leader is trying to work out their own vision. Right. How do I, what's in my heart and the vision I see and I'm holding on to, how do I get there? Yep. And I'm trying to work my best at trying to fulfill that. Okay, that's great. Crush it. But just along the way, just a heads up, there's going to be so many dang opportunities to throw in the towel mm-hmm. and so many opportunities to quit and so many uh, doom days where you just like, uh, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I got it. I don't know if they got it. I don't know if we can. I don't know if it will. I don't, no, no, no. Come on, let's go. Resilience. You got to keep on going. Keep on fighting. If you don't quit, you will win. And I think resilience is that kind of, you know, I just, I'm not going to throw in the towel. Right. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to, because I believe in what the picture I see, uh, the feeling that I felt, the vision I received, um, whatever, whatever, fill in the blank for why you're in the game. Because so many leaders listening right now, it's like whatever sphere of influence, whatever thing you're leading, whatever you're about, I mean, it could be from real estate to politics, whatever you're about, you're working this hard because you believe in the future ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Resilience is that thing. 
If you don't grow weary in doing good, in due season, you will reap a harvest. That's right. So leadership to me is going like, I don't see the harvest that's in my heart, but I think it's right around the corner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's we're like one or two people or one or two turns or one or two leaders. We're so close. Yeah. And man, you know that that, that old saying like, um, cheaters never prosper. Mm -hmm. I think it's even worse. I think quitters never prosper. Yeah. How could they? Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you, you're, you're probably going to quit before you cheat. For you to well, cheat on your spouse is a big deal. For you to cheat on your boyfriend or girlfriend, that's a, <laughs> you shouldn't be a leader. Come on, let's be honest. You got to go get some help first. But for you to quit, that's a dime. That's, everybody's quit. Right. Quitting's yeah. cool. Quitting's vogue. I feel like yeah. if you're going to cheat, it's because you've already quit a long time ago. That's, that's it. Right. Yeah, there you go. Maybe. I mean, there, you know, there's yeah, a there's, lot of different yeah, layers yeah, sure. of cheating. There's a lot of different. Yeah you know problems lurking out there i'm just saying like if you get around around great leaders and you ask them this this same question so i love to ask old leaders this talk to me about the times you want to quit and they all go oh, <laughs> oh man so many times right so how did you deal with that man i felt like quitting in this season i felt like quitting at that time you know when they used to say this i used to be immune and go like what you feel like quitting the older i get the more i'm like ah okay so that's what that feels like hmm. and i think just having that ability to go like you couldn't pay me to quit yep you couldn't pay me to throw in the towel yeah I'm not quitting on my kids. I'm not quitting on my marriage. I'm not quitting on what I'm building. I'm not quitting on my city. I, you can call me dumb. You can call me not that talented. You can call me whatever, but you're not going to call me a quitter. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like it fits in with the positivity one. It's like if there's a chance, I'm taking it. I, it. I don't care if it's 1% chance. If it's there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get it. Hmm. Yeah, what's crazy is like... um. You know, the old saying, like, people are not afraid of failure. They're afraid of the identity of failure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Having failure attached to them. And I think um, if there's anything that I would be ever be afraid of is, like, if I quit, that would, that would the shame I would feel. Mm. You, you ever hear that quote? Um, I'll never be upset at what I failed doing. I'll only be upset at what I failed not doing. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of the one, uh, Michael Jordan he he you know he missed this many yeah, yeah that, that, that game winners and blah 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 yeah, but yeah. you know but he kept shooting yep you just got to keep shooting and great leaders are like we're just we're right around the corner and there's that resilience there's that perseverance there's that faithfulness there's that it takes so much grit to be a leader Mm -hmm. It takes so much determination, so much ability of just going like, I don't care. I don't go by what I see and I don't go by what I feel. I go by my calling and what's in my heart and to the best of my ability. That's why, leader, hear me. Get your eyes off other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. They're lying to you. Right. They are lying <laughs> totally. to you. Facts. It's not as good as they're presenting it. It's not as great as you think it it's is. It's a marketing if strategy. you get around them, you're going to go, oh, I'll never forget the first time I went to Hillsong in Sydney. I went to Hillsong in Sydney and preached at Hills on a Sunday, and I thought, oh, uh, wait a second. This is just church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. You're telling me that your graphics guy is late on the lyrics sometimes too? You're telling me you have Wi-Fi issues too? Like it's, it's, Another 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 leadership quote. 
I think this one's Michael Jordan. Maybe it's Michael Jordan. Everybody puts on their underwear the same way, one leg at a time. Yeah. It's like every the human need is everywhere. Everyone's the same. Every leader is dealing with problems. Every Bishop Jakes one time said, right now, today, all of your heroes are getting punched in the face. Today. All of your heroes are being punched in the face today. So the, there's there's no escapism. No. Nope. There's no way around it. What's the remember that when you were kids? Might go around it, might go over it, can't go under it. I guess I'll go through it. Yep. Go through it, leader. And on the other side, you'll be better. You'll be stronger. You'll trust you more. And so will others. And people go, I watched you go through hell. And you still are showing up, still smiling. Man, I could follow you. So the enemy of great is good. Do not be good because you've been called to be great. We'll see you soon.